Welcome to Your Mess or Mine. I'm your host, Mel. This show is for all the ones looking for the relationship they're supposed to be in. I'm a single mother of one eight-year-old and divorced from a 20-year marriage. Now here I am three years living a single life. My mission here is to bring real, honest, and sometimes uncomfortable conversations to light. Join me on my personal journey of dating to help us all find how to make relationships work. I'm thrilled for you all to be here, and that probably means you're also single, or maybe you miss the drama of being single. That's why today I'm interviewing a single guy over 40 and dating. If you're a single guy over 40 and looking to date, or if you're a lady looking for someone to peel back the curtain and reveal the true life, 40 plus dating reality, this episode is for you. Let's get into it. Hello. Hello, Melissa. Welcome to the show. Um, Just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. You know, I was going to use my name, but after joining a few singles groups, I think I better keep it safe. So we'll go with Archangel. Perfect. Um, I've been in Dallas for about five years, um, divorced, three obnoxious children uh, (laughs) living out of state, and trying to feel my way around what this life is like post-COVID. So it's been an adventure, but joining these uh, singles groups, I feel like I'm in high school again. So here we go. (laughs) So um, are you currently in a relationship or are you dating right now? You know, I guess I I look at it like the March Madness. I, I feel like I'm in the group of 64 and Every week, it gets whittled down to one less person. Um, That's the way the dating world seems like because, you know, everybody says, I hate dating apps, but we're all doing it. I know. Because, you know, nobody wants to say, I go to the club to meet people. Nobody wants to say that. It's just so taboo. I'm like, does anybody even do that anymore? I I don't even think that's a thing. No, (laughs) no, they don't. And I guess they want me to meet people at the grocery store. I I don't know. I feel like I'm in Animal House saying, you know, my cucumber's larger than that. Um, (laughs) I've had friends say, why don't you meet him at the grocery store? I'm like, I order my groceries online. (laughs) I know. You know, it it, it makes me laugh like that movie, The Net, that that came out with um, Annette Bening. And it's so far ahead of its time because she works from home, orders from home. Nobody even knows what she looks like and her life gets taken over. And that's what I feel like most of us are post COVID. We got so used to being inside that we were already lacking social skills to begin with. And I understand if you're a 35, you want to text, but if you're over 40, I mean, are you serious? I I I know I have to do a phone call and, and it's, it's so strange to me that because I'm 45 um yeah because I was dating men younger than me for the most part and they were texters I'm like if you're not gonna pick up the phone and have a fucking conversation I can't do this sorry yeah well yeah after watching my daughter with 18 conversations going on on her computer screen maybe I'm a little jaded I I had a somebody I was dating a few years ago when I was in another city and all of a sudden I looked at the time and I'm like, well, why are we texting? She goes, what do you mean? I go, we're both home from work. Why are we not on the phone? Yeah. And honestly, because at times I felt like sometimes I got a text that wasn't meant for me. And I'm not saying she was talking to 10 other guys, but I do believe this was her way of talking and keeping in touch with all her family and friends at the same time was by right. 
doing a huge group chat without us being in the same group. But to me, I think that's the biggest thing. I guess, I guess I'm a talker. I Yeah. And it's that personal connection too, when you're talking to someone, you know? Well, not only that, I mean, let's be real. Like, so I'm like one of my majors is in communications and you learn so much about nonverbal you know, intonation, inflection, how people yeah. talk, you can understand their intelligence level to a point. Right. And I, you can be the best texture in the world, but even that's gotten to be, I'm, I'm like, what does Ima mean? Oh, okay. It means I am going to. Okay. Um, and so I have, I feel like I'm, I'm, I need a glossary of terms when I, when I talk to people these days. And so, it, yeah, the dating world, you know, once upon a time, I looked, I mean, it was so superficial. I looked at you. You were cute. I walked up. I asked for your number. I called you a couple of days later. We set up a date. And I guess I sound like a stalker now because I would show up at your house. I would pick you up in my car <laughs> right. and we would go to a pre-determined you know, determined destination. I, If I were to approach that way now, they'd think I drove some white van or something. I know. I know because I was married for 20 years. So I'm, I'm like, I was dating in the 90s and, you know, and dating now is very different. <laughs> well, no, and that's even come up the question of who pays for what. And I get why women want to pay because I've heard horror stories about guys when they pay, they expect something at the end of the date and it's not tiramisu. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, um, okay. So I, when a woman asks me out, um, I feel really weird because I guess I feel like my misogynistic chivalry side wants to take over and pay. I'm not going to fight her on it. So some waiter or waitress is going to receive a really, really nice tip. So that's, oh, that's kind of, nice. And that's kind of the way I handle it. So yeah, again, I understand if a woman's want to prove her independence. I mean, I get all that. Um, and so I try not to step on that. I mean, I, I get it. I guess we ought to start with the foundation of trust. And if that's the beginning of it, I'm cool with that. Here's my thing. Whenever I go on a date, yes, one, I don't want someone to expect something from me when they pay. That's number one. But also, I kind of feel bad for the guys that are taking women out. Because, you know, I know everyone's looking. So if they're taking women out every single day of the week, I feel like, Oh, they're paying for all these dates that I feel kind of bad and I want to pay my own way. You know what I mean? That's my. You know what? And here's the funny part. <clears throat> when dating started getting this way a few years ago, women initiated what I would call the coffee date, which is kind of like a pre-interview job screening. It's mm -hmm. like, well, I even want to go to dinner with this guy. Let's have a 15 minute coffee date. If you as a male try to bring up the coffee date now, they look at you like you're cheap. Well, I think it's because we, well, I don't know how men look at it, but I feel like I want more than just coffee. I mean, not more than just coffee, maybe sometimes, but no, um, I don't know. I, I don't, I feel like it's shortchanged that way. I have a long process though, from when I meet someone, um, I talk to them on the phone for two weeks, you know, I have a long process. Um, I don't know. Do you have a process before meeting someone? That's a sizzle. See, you've nailed it right there. What it comes down to is most of these women that want the coffee date will not talk to you on the phone. That is their first conversation is the coffee date, which to me is starting off with two strikes at the plate. Yeah. And to, at that point, I mean, you've seen a picture that, and I'm not going to say make fun of people about being catfish because I knew a lady one time that her pictures looked amazing. And then I met her in person. She looked like 30 years older. And yeah. I'm going to blame her because she took a selfie of us together and I look like me and she looked 30 years younger. The camera just loves certain people. 
And so I'm not going to blame her for that. That's true. I mean, I take terrible pictures. <laughs> yeah, and some people do. And so it really comes down to a lot of times what it comes down to to me, if you're that kind of person, I guess we'll use the term vetting. If you're vetting somebody to date, then you've spoken on the phone two, three, four times. You've got you you realize that, you know, in today's world, politically, you're aligned because that's the huge one now. Um, right. If you know, if if Christianity or whatever religion is not your thing, you start seeing, OK, you know, we've already made the decision that we're going to be with this person in some way. Mm -hmm. So once you get together, then yes, you want more than a coffee date. Let's go out for drinks and dinner. Let's go that. That makes sense. Yeah. The thing is, if a guy's trying to date, again, like like I said, you're dating two or three people or whatever. These women are getting free dates all week. I know. And as a guy, I'm going to spend $200 on three dates. And and then I'm still not even in the running. That's what I'm saying. That's why I felt terrible, you know, about doing that. But. I mean, I feel like I kind of date with a purpose, though, whenever I do the vetting process, you know, of two weeks. And then if they make it to dinner, then cool. But um, I mean, you can and you can you can tell someone's weird or crazy or again, if your values don't align, then why even waste anybody's time or their money or your money on meeting up? You know, it's kind of pointless. Well, no. And I think that's a lot of it. I mean, I can't get mad at somebody for joining a dating site and dating every woman he wants because it's a dating right. site. But to me, I do. I'm Again, I'm not ordering, you know, 30 pounds of smoked salmon and a mariachi band tomorrow. All, <laughs> all I'm saying is I do date with intent. Whether we live in sin for 30 years like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, I'm cool with that. If yeah. marriage is on, we both agree on it. You know, that's cool, too, but that's not my intent. My intent is to find a connection and let it build from there. But there has to be commonalities. I mean, if all you like is what each other looks like, it feels like counter on the way out. Exactly. Yeah. So do you have some kind of process whenever you are? Are you? Well, first, are you on dating apps? I'm on a couple of different dating apps. And I guess the biggest thing for me, and I've, I grew up even... I came from another country and I came to the States and I was raised in a, in an Italian neighborhood, which is not my culture. And so I have no idea what it's like to live in a Latino neighborhood. And here I come to Texas, which is the biggest Latino neighborhood in the world Mm -hmm. outside of Mexico, I guess. And it is very different because people expect me to sound a certain way. They expect me to (laughs) like, thank you. They (laughs) expect me to like a certain type of music or, certain type of food and i'm like no that's not me i mean and so i get it from all the people so if i'm dating somebody that's of my same culture who lives in the in the states we're not going to get along because we don't see things the same way if i'm dating somebody that came straight over from the country i've been here for 50 years so mm-hmm. i'm not i'm an, i'm an american right and then dating somebody that's totally outside of my color race or real or whatever same thing. There's certain expectations that they have when they see my picture, then they hear my voice. Those it's like Sesame street. These two things do not go together. <laughs> and, and again, I, I, you know, you said about my voice, I was purposeful when I was younger to get rid of my accent. I oh. stand in front of a mirror and get rid of it because if I'm going to get beat up for the way I look, okay, I can't change that, but I can definitely change the way I sound. Okay. I just didn't always go to turn out. It was so funny because people say, but I want you to sound like Antonio Banderas. I'm like, he's Spaniard. I'm not. So. <laughs> <Wrong> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> one. <laughs> it 
But if you like, I can see what I can do for you. I can still roll my R's. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what apps do you like most? Do you have a certain um, one? You know, they're all the same. You I know think that the, so? the, the new I you know, it's it's so funny because I have met great people that we just obviously didn't get along for whatever reason on every different app you can imagine. Okay. And I've met it's so funny that the craziest ones was on Christian Mingle. I said, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Absolute crazy ever. Um, and I'm thinking, well, I guess it's kind of like the minister's daughter, right? She's always going to be the wildest. Oh, um, yeah. That was crazy. But no, I mean, what are the two ones that are geared for women is Hinge and Bumble, I think. Mm-hmm. And it gives a little bit more control. And I kind of like that because I was dating somebody that was on another website once upon a time when I got to Dallas. And she said she was going away for a business trip, so she would be out of pocket for a minute. When she came back, and I said something, I was joking with her, like, you know, I'm glad you answered my email. She was, are you kidding me? She was gone for three days, and she had 700 likes. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how many emails. And so let's do the math. If you took a, let's say you did a copy and paste of, thank you, I'm not interested, thank you, I'm not interested, even if it only took you 10 seconds to do that with 700 people, look at the time. Yeah, that would be like so the fact job. That, <laughs> yeah, so the fact that she threw a dart on the board and hit my name and we were actually talking, you know, I kind of took it as, you know, thank you, God. Um, it's different. And it mm-hmm. really doesn't matter anymore. People look at different ones and say, oh, that's a free one, so that's not a very good one or whatever. I don't care. Unless you're paying some select service, which I haven't done, you know, there's like, something like that where they literally have you come in and they they're like a matchmaker for you i really don't find much of i don't find much of a difference Mm -hmm. what do you look for when you're on an app like what type of pictures do you look for since you're dating with a purpose and then what about like what are some good bios that you've seen that interest you ah Everybody's a, everybody's a foodie now, so I got to throw that one out, which is, which is cool because me that means, okay, you're willing to try new things, which yeah. is nice. Um, it always cracks me up because women make fun of guys, you know, with their truck pictures and their sunglasses pictures and their, and their fish, fish pictures. pictures. And, I'm thinking, <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, have you seen the women? And they're all standing in front of the Eiffel Tower or the Acropolis or they're jumping out of an airplane. And to me, that says something. To me, that says I'm independent. I'm free. I travel. Look at me, which is cool. But me, Mm -hmm. honestly, I've done the traveling thing. I don't, my thing is memories are made with the person you're with. And to me, you don't have to, I mean, I used to do triathlons competitively. And so I do still ride my bike a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I still work out a lot. And I've had people comment and say, well, I'm not a workout nut. Well, neither am I. I just like to eat cheesecake. Um, but I, if, if you're not going to be active, it's not going to work. I want to go walk around a fair or a music fest or a, whatever. I think that's cool. I want to be able to get out and about. And a love of music, a love of books, mm-hmm. I want to see your intellectual side. And if all that your pictures are is you and your girls nights out drinking every night, I'm thinking you have an established group of friends. Does that mean you'll have time for anybody else in your life? Because mm, that's okay, what that's I see a, a lot point. of. Everybody seems to say, well, I have a great life. And I'm thinking, then why are you on a dating app? Why ruin it? If yeah. you have such a great life, why are you here? Tell, you know, tell me a real story. Tell me, you know what? I've got a pretty good life, but I want to share it with someone. That speaks volumes. Definitely. 
And that's but true, too. Goes, when I, I had a huge group of friends and I was dating, it was so hard to juggle, you know? It yeah. really is. Yeah, your, your friend, friends are like, where are you? Where you been half the time? It's like I've mm-hmm. gone one night of the um, The other one, I guess, you know, I'm not going to jump on the church bandwagon. I'm not going to hate on it, throw rocks at it. But if you say I'm really involved in my church, that means Wednesday night, most days, Sunday. So that's two days out of the week. I don't see you. If you've got kids, that's another day out of the week. I'm not going to see you. If you're making X level of money, that means you're working 60 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, really have time to commit to a relationship. Yeah. And it does take things- a, a lot of time. Well, and the thing is, you again, that's what commonality is playing. But play. you have to like, want, you have to want to, if you want to be with somebody, you're going to make time for them. Oh, that's you the know? key thing. It's like, well, I was, I was too busy to send a, se- a seven second text. That's what I, my attitude about that. I'm like, really? I'm like, if you want to ignore somebody, you will find every reason in the world to ignore this person. Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you could be like walking to your car and say, I'm busy, I'll talk to you tonight. It takes no time at all. Effort and intent matters. And yes. to me, that's what I look for is, are you dating with intent? And like I said, let's say that you like to work out too. I'm not saying we have to do the same workout, but how cool would it be for us to say, hey, I'll meet you at the gym. You're already sharing something together that goes a long way because that's part of your lifestyle is, I'm not I'm not 25 anymore, but at least I want to be active. Mm-hmm. And so same thing with music scene. If we can't even go to the same concert together, and you're constantly going to country and I'm going to rock. I we're know. not going to, that's not going to work either. And this is now, my ex and I, my ex-husband and I completely different music styles. I'm like, let's go to a Jay-Z concert. He's like, uh, Gary Allen. I'm like, um, uh, never mind. Let's not go. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah. And the, well, the whole dating thing. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I, I think I mentioned, I joined one of these, um, groups online and the whole dating thing is, you told me your age, but and I told you mine, but I'm blessed with good genes. I don't look my age. I know I don't sound my age, and I guess I'm more active than people my age. Meeting somebody younger, and then it, they were doing trivia. They were talking about Def Leppard, and they brought up a, a question. I said, you know, who remembers Def Leppard? And I said, I remember when the drummer had both arms, and the girl looked at me and goes, he wasn't born that way. <laughs> <laughs> and already I'm thinking, how are you going to shoot? It's so funny because if a man is older and he dates a girl 10, more than 10 years younger, we're now considered predators. Oh my gosh. Well, honestly, I, I don't know what your age range is, um, but I usually will date five years up, but I don't have any problem dating like 15 years down. <laughs> well, that's the thing is I've, I've, never dated anybody within 10 years my age range and it wasn't by design it just literally again let's be real it's what we're attracted to it's whatever the eye likes yeah and if there's more beyond the visual then that's beautiful um right. but, if, but if all there is is the visual we're not going to stick around i i hope you don't i hope we're more we have more to us than that but and i'm not gonna lie if i was 30 and somebody that was a lady that was 50 approached me. I'm like, really? I'd be the same way. So I don't get upset when somebody sees my age, but it's funny because they, when somebody says age doesn't matter and and my internal response is it never matters until it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And that's the hard thing. And usually it's the other person's age that comes into play because I do believe that we, it's about timing. Mm -hmm. We have to be within 
a certain gap of what we're heading in our lives. I mean, if you want kids, I'm thinking, really? I got, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm beyond that. Yeah, I know. And I have, I have an eight-year-old. So dating men older than five years, even, even my age, some of them are like, well, you have an eight-year-old and I'm not really willing to kind of start again. So those are the kind of things. Well, that was those the are crazy kind of that part. I think of no, and you have to. You're a package deal. I did meet yeah. somebody when I was in another state, and she had children. She was younger. She was about 15 years younger, so her she had a child that was younger. And it's so funny because I thought it was going to last because we met organically. I was coaching her son. Then the daughter shows up, and she starts being a little Miss Missy. And I finally said, listen, you're not my assistant. Do what I tell you or step over there with the other moms. And she was, oh, you'll, you'll help me swim too? And I'm like, yeah. So the kids loved me and introduced me to their mother. Oh. And it worked out for quite a while. Like I said, again, it worked out until it didn't because all of a sudden our friends were like, how old is he? Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how we allow external forces to dictate our happiness. That's so true. Yeah. I mean, you're having a great time and you're enjoying yourself. Why are we worried about what other people say? And unfortunately in this world that, we list that we're going for a Slurpee at freaking 7-Eleven. Yeah, the world knows what we're doing. Mm -hmm, definitely. No, so I would think the biggest thing is now that I don't think people want to really, I think they think they want to date. I don't think they know how. Yeah. Um, They want to go. It, it, I feel like I'm part of a group of 13-year-olds that's dropped off at the mall, and we're going to go hang out together as a group. That's what it feels like to me. Mm -hmm. And like... Yeah, this group thing is fun, but I kind of want to talk to just you. Yeah. And there's a gauntlet of friends you have to fly through to get to that. And I'm like, you know, I've been, you know, I was in a relationship for, what, 17 years, married and four years dating prior to that. So I feel like I'm back in high school again. I'm like, it really wasn't that great back then. <laughs> and as an adult, I'm not sure I want to go through this again. I feel like a lot of people have just given up. Yeah. But I guess and it so, depends on what someone is looking for. Like me, for instance, I want to be married again, you know, um, with the right person, of course. But I feel like if you are, you know, over 40 and never been married, like what's your commitment issue, you know? No. So and that's, I think that's, I, the... that's what I think about whenever someone's around my age and has never been married. You know, it's so funny the way men and women look at things differently. As a guy, mm -hmm. I, I don't really consider that. I mean, a lot of times I do look at it. And we've talked about jobs, obviously. If you look at where she's at her career, it, I totally get it. You went four years to school, two years post-grad. You probably did two years of this. You've been climbing the corporate ladder. You're comfortable now. Um, mm -hmm. That so, makes sense. So to, and to me, sometimes you have to look at those things before you start assuming or asking, but at this point, my whole thing is, do you really want to be happy? Do you have, you know, the people always talk about you have to love yourself. You can love somebody else. Oh, I that's think it's, so true. It, and I think it's even more basic than that. And I think the quarantine hopefully taught us if you're not comfortable in your own space, how can you allow somebody in it or be a part of somebody else's? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and really I, understanding yourself. And I know it sounds like cheesy and corny, but understanding yourself, loving yourself and being happy with yourself. That's whenever you can make that commitment connection and commitment to someone else but if you can't do that alone then you can't do that with a partner no and the thing is it, it shouldn't like you said you know it, it, 
none of us ever wanted to be single at this age. None mm-hmm. of us did. We got on it. We either, we either widowed, cheated on, whatever, for whatever reason it happened, here we are. I'm not sure we're actually taking the right steps. I think all these groups are great ideas because they get people at least out in a social setting. But I went to a social event the other night. Some of these people were literally bar hopping to four different events. That and sounds I'm like, so exhausting to me. <laughs> it, well, it, it reminds me of the whole Disney thing where people do the the park hopper. I'm like, are you kidding me? I can't even see half of Disney in two days. And you want me to jump to three parks in two days? Mm-hmm. It's that's it's more work than fun. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm I'm good here. Yeah, I'm good here. And that has zero to do with age. I've always been that way. So it's a little different. Yeah. So <clears throat> excuse me. What happened? I know you were saying you were married for quite some time. Um, if you don't mind sharing what happened to in the marriage. No, um, <clears throat> we were definitely two extremely different people. It's one of those where I think opposites attract. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they stay together all the time because again, I still believe that it's cute that they like this and you like that. It's cute that they do this. But after a while, the cuteness wears off. Mm-hmm. You want to have commonalities. Um, and honestly, I was in a, you know, the job that I had as a teen and in college was not really conducive to be in a relationship that she stuck with me as long as she did. <clears throat> Excuse me. I will give her all the credit in the world for doing that. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that came back to bite us. Anytime we'd gotten a disagreement, my past social life came back every single time. It was like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. No matter what <laughs> happened, it was always somehow tracked down to me being what I was before I met her. Mm. And somebody goes, why did you stay with her that long? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the thing is, we had three wonderful children out of it. Okay. And we had jobs, as most people do, where we kind of high-fived each other. We didn't spend yeah. an inordinate amount of time together. So to me, that's the reason a lot of relationships last. I mean, we saw that during COVID. The divorces went up when people actually had to spend time together. Yes. So it got to the point where we just couldn't be around each other anymore. She wanted to go in one direction, and she thought I should go in the same direction with her. And I didn't think there was anything wrong where I was at. Um, mm-hmm. She was more into kicking up with the Joneses. It's one of those where I'm making the amount of money she expected me to make. But I, the title of what she wanted me to have. She wanted me to be driving a gold Camry and playing golf and rolling up my docker sleeves and my docker <laughs> pants. <coughs> Excuse me. And that just wasn't me. Yeah. I, I worked at a I worked at an entertainment dis- industry with water parks and roller coaster parks, and I rode my bike to work and I worked out every day. And my idea of going out with the guys was jeans and cowboy boots and t-shirts and having a drink around the bonfire. It wasn't sitting drinking martinis with my sleeves rolled up in, in the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. So we had very different ideas of what we wanted to the point that it became a point of contention. And the one thing you have to realize about insecure people, no matter what you do to make them secure, it's never enough. Yeah. And somebody goes, it could have been that bad. I'm like, she literally woke me up in the middle of the night one time and asked me why I was smiling. Who was I thinking about in my dream? Cause I was smiling. Oh, the crazy yeah. part is this. It wasn't that she asked me is how long was she watching me sleep? Yeah. <laughs> that's the part. That's the, exactly. That's a great question. <laughs> and, and like, right? and, and, I mean, can you imagine watching that in a movie? I mean, you know, 
Exactly. You'd have to hear some Alfred Hitchcock music in the background. When close, perhaps. Big, right. <laughs> you know, and, and that's funny you say that. Like, you know, anytime there's a woman going out on her man, it's always romantic and filtered screens. And when a guy goes out on a woman, it's like, it's a horror story. Yeah, like the it's show like, you. <laughs> well, exactly. When a guy's, yeah, when a guy's that way, it's terrible. When a woman does it, it's kind of like that movie with um, Richard Gere, Unfaithful, where all her friends are like, oh, go for it. He's so hot. He's so hot. But on the guy's side, they're like, dude, are you kidding? She's crazy. Yeah. So I, I don't know what cautionary tale they're trying to tell us, but come on, Hollywood. Let's even <laughs> things up a little bit here. <laughs> right. So, no, um, my thing is this. Here's where I feel. I mean, it's going to sound so weird. <clears throat> I've, and I'm sure you've gone through the same process. I've met and dated a few people, went out on dates, I should say, mm-hmm. with some people that are so broken. There's no yeah. way they're going to be in a relationship. So when I found out that my ex was getting married again, I was ecstatic. And somebody goes, why? I go, because I didn't break her. She actually Mm -hmm. found a really good guy and she'd been married for 10 years now. Oh, wow. So I know I, I, I'm excited for my ex-husband to, to really meet someone special, you know, because we just didn't have that connection, you know, same, like, it sounds like it's very similar the story that you're talking about your ex. Um, you know, I am very active. I like to work out. He wouldn't work out with me. Um, just we didn't have anything in common, you know? Right. I mean, whatever we had in common, you know, and, it, and, and people say, well, how could you stay somebody so long? When we were dating, and here's the kicker, what I told my son. If you're a nice guy, be a nice guy. If you're a douche, be a douche. There are girls that like both of those kinds of guys. Mm-hmm. Do That's not right pretend to be somebody you're not. And then three weeks in the relationship, you revert back to normal. And she's, and she got short change. That's not fair to her. Yeah. Don't do that. So to me, my ex, when we met, we did everything together. We worked out together. We hung out together. We watched TV together, movies, the whole nine yards. But literally the day we came back from the honeymoon, she flipped the switch. And you have to know horror movies. And she knew the movie because it's one of my favorite movies, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I looked at her. I go, who in the fuck left a pod next to your bed? <laughs> And she goes, that's not funny. I said, you're right. I'm not laughing. I said, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go out tonight. And I'm going to tell everybody that you're, that you're sunburnt and you're home sleeping and you have a net, big work day tomorrow. She ended up coming with me. But yeah. she literally, she, bottom line is, I fell in love with Goldie Hawn and I came home with Glenn Close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. How long were you guys, how long were y'all engaged? Oh, my God. We were dating from 21 to 25. So four wow. years. So, yes, it wasn't like, you know, everybody goes, oh, it could have happened overnight. I'm like, dude, I on my children's lives, it was that way. Even my kids, when they got older, they're like, dad, was mom ever fun? So, I yeah, mean, it's it's how she grew up and she saw her parents and that's what she thought she had to be. And see, I didn't understand. To me, marriage is either a legal or a religious bonding of two people. And that's all it should be. There should be, I mean, honestly, I've seen people say, you guys act like you're married. What does that mean? You Mm -hmm. know, I want to, if that means you're always together, well, that's not a bad thing. I know. But but if that means you're always fighting, you're never having sex, that's not the kind of marriage I want. Right. And that's kind of what it started turning into. I'm like, Jesus, I, 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 this is not, I feel like that old Blink-182 song, what's my age again? What, mm-hmm. what, the hell, what the hell happened here? Yeah, you have to so, have common interest. You have to have the same sexual appetite. You know, you have to have all the things for a relationship to work. 
you know? Right. Well, I mean, that's one of the things. And those that... are some of the questions that I ask, not right away, but of course I have my whole vetting process. And then I, <laughs> and then I, I'm like, uh, I don't ask them on the first, the first initial phone call, but, but anyway, um, I, I do, I'm, I am an overshare. So um, I would say maybe date two or three, I'm telling them I'm not going to sleep with them until we're in a relationship for three months. That's my rule. Um, and then, but then I will have the conversation though, that I'm a very sexual person. So whoever I'm with in a relationship with, I want the same thing. If, if they're not down for that, then probably not going to work out. You know, you know that's, that's funny. You mentioned this, the sex thing, because I remember trying to be a gentleman because I told my son the same thing. If a female gives herself up to you immediately or quickly, she may be doing it for a lot of reasons, regardless you don't treat a woman based on who she is. You treat her on that way because you're a gentleman. Remember that. This is about you. Mm-hmm. And so I remember turning somebody down and she thought that I was the biggest jerk in the world. And I'm thinking, wait a second here. I'm doing something wrong. I just didn't want that to be the elephant in the room the next time we see each other. Mm-hmm. And, and so to me, I don't put a three-month limit like you do. But I do believe that there's a process in place that you have to feel the vibe. Like, okay, this feels natural now. Yeah, because if all you're doing is you're attracted to somebody, then that's that's not really an emotion. You're just infatuated, and that comes mm-hmm. and goes. Yeah, and then and, then and I, and I right. call it and I call it being digmatized because boy, have I been digmatized, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I learned my lesson quickly. <laughs> well, no, it, it can. I mean, I tell somebody that's the hard part. I mean, that's that's where that whole three a.m. What are you doing? Comes across the text. You're like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah, it's it's difficult. And like I said, it's hard to navigate because you sound pretty young at heart as well. It's like I still have to question myself and I try not putting an age limit on it because I think I quit aging at 23. I think I was 23 since the time I was 14 and I've been 20 and I've been 23 ever since. And there's some people that I meet that I swear to God, they were 50 by the time they were 15. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And you know what? That's the kind of person that is a guy I can say she's a unicorn in the fact that. I don't want to sleep with her, but I can hang out with her as a friend. Mm-hmm. Because nine times out of 10, when women say he's just a friend, oh my God, but he's not. Men, we want to sleep with every woman we meet from the time we can get it up to the time we can't. Is that a real it, thing? It, it, uh, did you ever see the Chris Rock special called Bigger and Blacker? He talks about when he pulls open the chair and, you know, he's pulling the chair for the ladies, opening the door. No, that's a guy saying, here, want some dick? Here, want some dick. <laughs> And the thing, well, because it, it, I'm like, I have guy friends. And, and then whenever I was dating a guy that was very jealous, he's like, yeah, all your guy friends want to fuck you. I'm like, no, they don't. I got it. Well, here's the deal. I, I actually lost two relationships when I said I have a test for that. Here's what I want you to do. Call them up and say, me and Gabriel broke up. Why did you guys break up? You want to talk? No, I don't want to talk. The reason we broke up is because I said your name in the middle of lovemaking. No, you will hear screeching tires as he's screaming <laughs> around the corner because exactly if it's a platonic friend, then that means he doesn't see you sexually. If he has one sexual thought in his head when he sees you, it is no longer platonic. Good looking men do not hang out with good looking women to be friends. Hmm. It's like that John, Jim Carrey thing you see on Dumber, 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 where he says, you're telling me I have a chance. <laughs> it might be one in a billion, but hey, it's a guy. We're, we're guys. Women watch too much Bachelor and men watch too much porn. And life is somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. And see, until women start seeing it in that point of view, they're never going to understand. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why guys get so upset because when a woman says you're just being insecure, you know what? As a man, I will say, yes, I am. There's somebody taller, better looking, stronger, richer out there. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. So when a woman when a woman says I'm insecure, to a point, we all are. Right. I just don't hide it. I just don't go around playing bitter little man about it. I just don't worry about it. Yeah. I know. I, I I don't worry about those things anymore. I used to. I used to be jealous and I used to get upset about a lot of things. But now I'm to the point where I'm like, yeah, this guy could find a younger woman instead of me. And then what happens? Nothing. You know, I'm, I'll be I'll be just fine. <laughs> it'd, it'd be like, yeah, it but would I'm be not like, going to stress and worry about it. You know, I'm no, it would be my like, time. it would be like you worrying about driving across town in D- Dallas traffic. Of course, you get an accident. Look at it. Mm-hmm. You can't can't let it stop you from going somewhere, right? So I mean, I guess that's the way I look at a single life right now. I just have to kind of take a deep breath and go, it could be worse, and <laughs> <laughs> just kind of you know let my day go from there and saying, you know what, I'm still alive, I'm still kicking. I I know I don't look my age, I can still do something. There's somebody, there's got to be somebody crazy, stupid enough, or bad eyesight enough that I'm gonna find. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> I know. I'm just having the best time right now. I, I really am. Since my divorce, I've um, just been so much happier. Not not that he was a bad guy by any means. It just it didn't just didn't work out, you know. No, that's that's. I mean, I ran into her. We where we met up in we met up out of town where she's from, and where the kids are from. And one of my daughters is getting married, and so we were there for her wedding engagement announcement or whatever it was. And we awkwardly met at one of the dessert tables. It's like mm-hmm. everybody veered off and it was just us two. And I'm like, I got to say something. Mm-hmm. And I just walked up to her and I go, we did pretty good, huh? And she just smiled and goes, yes, we did. And it's all that needed to be said. Yeah. It's all that needed to be said. I don't hate you. You know, life happened. And right now we got three wonderful kids who are very well doing outstanding in their own little lives. And she's remarried and I'm doing God knows what the fuck I'm doing. But still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's next for you? What um, what are you looking for? So you're looking for a meaningful, lasting relationship? Well, th- I guess that's the whole thing is um, I think every now and then I think I've met a couple of people that all of a sudden it gets too real for them. They start realizing, oh, my God, what's that new term? They're catching feelings. And mm-hmm. they, they back up the you know what? I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I feel like going back to when I was 21 and becoming a fuck boy again. Cause guess what? I didn't care what your favorite color was. Didn't care what your name was. I didn't care about anything. And at least it was some human connection because right now it feels like if you try to put your heart out there a little bit, you're going to, you're almost invited to get stepped on, but you know, it's kind of like the old Google dolls song says, I bleed just to know I'm alive. I'm still going to, you know, be the hopeful romantic and yeah. And continue to put myself out there and, and just enjoy my time while I'm here. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, good for you. I know. I'm just just having fun, you know? And... That's it. That's it right there. I mean, if we can have fun at a good time. But all I'm telling people is, God, can we, can we just not go to another country event? Please, just no more. I'm done. I'm done with country. <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> well, it was so nice talking to you. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely, it was, it was guys fun tonight. Perspective, you know.
Well, it is going to be a little bit different. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, all right, who's going to hit me? Let's go. Let's do this. So, <laughs> well, it's nice to hear your perspective on everything. Well, I appreciate being here. So, I want to kind of give a little sneak peek at our next episode. I'm going to be interviewing a woman over 40 and dating to see how her experiences may differ from your experience. So, if you find the show helpful, please help hit the like or follow or subscribe button. It does wonders for the show so more people can find your mess or mine. All right. Well, I'm Mel, and I will see you on the next episode of Your Mess or Mine. Thanks for joining me. Bye.